Hey everybody, welcome again to Fresh Hop Cinema. Before we get to the show, we wanted to share with you what you're hearing right now. This is Tara Velarde. She's a Portland-based singer-songwriter, and this is her new single, Willow Baby. She's going to be on tour over the next couple weeks, coming down through California. And if you like what you're hearing, you can find more of it at taravillardimusic.com. Also, if you would like to see her live and in person, she'll be playing music this Saturday with some guy you might have heard of named Max Minardi. hey That's right. We are making an official Fresh Hop concert announcement. Max is playing at the Naked Lounge. It's funny, yeah. With, with this artist. I am, yeah. Tara Velarde and Joshua Haig. Uh, this Saturday, November 18th. 7.30. 7.30, seven bucks at the door. I will be there drinking beer. Yeah, so if you don't want to come for the music, come to watch Johnny drink, have a beer with him. Yeah, I'm very entertaining, but Max is like medium it'll, Yeah, it'll be a pretty good time. Uh, again, that's this Saturday, November 18th, 7.30 at the Naked Lounge right here in Chico. Come hang out. And one more thing before we get to the show, we wanted to let you know where you can find some delicious food and beer right here in town. That is The Handlebar, a craft beer bar and restaurant located on 20th Street in Chico, California. And if their menu and drink selection wasn't good enough on its own, they also have a happy hour seven days a week from 2 to 6 p.m. A brand new extended menu, expanded place. They remodeled. It's beautiful. And they support us, so go support them. Yep, go check them out. 2070 East 20th Street. Their happy hour seven days a week from 2 to 6 p.m. Gets you a dollar off any draft beer. Go check them out. And if you were wondering where to find us, you can find us on all the social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, all at Fresh Hop Cinema. Uh, most importantly, if you're looking to get involved financially and help us out, we have a Patreon. Max, tell them about the Patreon. We do. And if you don't know what Patreon is, it's just a way for you to support our show for as little as a dollar per episode. And we send you some really cool perks as a way of saying thank you. Uh, we have private events. We have a separate stream of mini episodes where we recap uh, movies that we enjoy in about 10 minutes. Every single week. Every single week. It's a new thing we're doing and we're really enjoying it. Um, so go to patreon.com slash cinema if you're interested. Uh, and thank you in advance. Enjoy the episode. Why don't we begin? This is Fresh Hop Cinema. Hello again. Welcome to Fresh Hop Cinema, the show about craft beer and film. This is our 49th and a half if episode. Yeah. 49.5. We know you guys are getting really hyped on episode 50 because we uh, made a big deal of it, but... This is not it. This no. is not it. Uh, I, before we explain, I guess, my name is Max Minardi. I'm Johnny Summers, and we're terrible at counting. It's sort of my fault. I've had a pretty busy week, got a big show coming up, as you heard at the beginning of the episode, um, and it's taken up a lot of my time, and it just simply wasn't going to allow us to put as much effort into our 50th as we wanted to. <laughs> when we say effort, we mean drinking. We mean drinking and I think planning to some extent. Well, right? and planning and also time constraints, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like I didn't want the 50th episode to be sober and condensed. Right. That just sounds, I don't want epi- any episode to be that. Right. So especially sure. 50. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like I, I said earlier, like there's very few hours in the day that you actually work. <laughs> yeah, man. So when I do it, I'm like, <laughs> no, you're you're an artist. And when it requires focus, I need to allow you that you know it's important so i'm stoked for the show um, yes this episode and also the show saturday every episode oh yeah okay sure Um, the show coming up saturday like it better be good it's gonna be all right you've been practicing a lot it'll be all right i have been missing out on max time so uh yeah i'm stoked on that 
just listening to the song that uh, started the episode. Mm-hmm. I really dig her music. I can tell already. So I'm yeah. pretty stoked to come out and drink some beers. Plus, they got a good beer selection over there at the Naked Lounge. Not yeah. to no, totally. pimp them out directly. They've been doing a good job. They've had a lot of a lot of um yeah. a lot of modifications lately. Yeah, Rian the beer buyers. I dig killing the game. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I don't mean to under like we haven't talked about uh the, the third performer who's opening the show, Joshua Hegg. He's a uh, if you live in Chico and you go to live music events, you've probably seen him. But really, really good good dude and a good musician and I'm stoked to share the stage with him as well. It's gonna be a really fun night. Seven bucks, it's like the cost of a beer. Yeah. So come in. It'll be fun. It's going to be rad. And this is, uh, you're going to be full band, right? Full band. Yes. That's cool. Yeah. All right, enough about you. Fair enough. <laughs> so yeah, that is why it is episode 49.5. Correct. Uh, because we're just, we're delaying it. And we've done half episodes before. And it's our show. And it's our show. I'll do, I'll do a 4.75 if I want. Well, now people are going to lose count. Yeah. But let's, uh, let's talk about what we're talking about this week. <laughs> Introduce the decimal system. Right. Um, well, we're talking about beer Yeesh. in particular mm-hmm. and a movie. Yes, we're doing we're doing um, so two beers uh, per use, but one is a little bit smaller, pretty local, um, and that'll be later in the show. But we're kicking off with a uh, a beer from Epic that Johnny picked out. It's a it's a it's a Pills Lager. It is. And while we describe this, I'm gonna try and think of something that's got me up. Cool. You keep doing that. I actually wanted to say too. In the movie that we're covering is Happy Death Day. We had another film we were gonna see called Three Billboards. Yeah. Outside of Ebbing, uh, Missouri, Missouri, Montana, one of those. Yeah. One of those. Just three billboards. Yeah. Right. But apparently we misjudged, and it's a, it's not quite as widely distributed as we thought. We couldn't find a screening within like an hour of us. Yeah, which was, was a bummer because both of us were mm-hmm. stoked on seeing it, and I will still see it. I, have, I put it on my list. Yeah, but for all intents and purposes, mm-hmm. we had to select a different film. So we saw Happy Death Day. It came out uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and oh no, it's you know it's almost a month old at this point, October thirteenth, okay. uh, and it is just a film about this girl who wakes up. And gets murdered at the end of the day, and then wakes up again and has to relive this day to solve her own murder. All right, essentially, um, it's it's a murdery Groundhog Day, mm-hmm. basically. I, I uh, yeah, I ended up having to give my dad a brief synopsis because mm. I was out drinking beers and I saw him drive by at uh, Burgers and Brew before I went to the movie, and I called him. I'm like, "Hey, turn around, mm-hmm. get get back here." Ended up having dinner and beers with us, and then ended up going to the movie with us. Oh, nice! So me and the wife and the dad. All piled into the movie, but he wanted to know what it was about. I'm like, think yeah. Groundhog's Day, where a college girl dies at the end of every day, and she has to figure out who kills her. Mm-hmm. That's that is all. That's it. That's all you need to know. That's yes. the plot. That's yeah. That's it. All right. So that's the plot. Mm-hmm. We'll get more into that later. But right now, I'm going to talk about this beer, uh, and then we're going to talk about what's got us up. And we'll explain that again because it's not really an established segment yet. So oh, people are still like, what? I'm, I'm firmly establishing it. Yeah. All right, guys. We're drinking Epic Brewing's Pills Lager. All right. The description says, not another IPA. What awaits you is a crisp, hoppy Pills Lager brewed with a blend of rare hops resulting in notes of citrus and subtle hints of sweet tart candy. This lager has a syndrome, a hop syndrome. Its bitter bite is pleasing and refreshing without being overpowering. Enjoy before and after IPAs or even in between. All right. Yeah. Uh, brewing, comp- uh, excuse me, Epic Brewing is out of Denver, Colorado. Gotcha. Just in case I don't think I mentioned that. No, I don't think so. And I like most of the beer I've ever had from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was telling I was telling you before or when I saw you earlier today that I just finished my last uh, Son of a Baptist by them. Beer's so good. Very good, yeah. Did you mention it's only 4.5%? No. ABV. So very drinkable. Yeah. Well, we're doing a dark beer later and I like yes. to contrast like yeah. a light beer and a dark beer. Wow, this is good. Yeah, that's really pleasant. It just hits me. It's like nice and tingly. 
I don't. I'm always torn on like hoppy pilsners. See if it, they're done right. They're really good. Yeah, but part of the reason I really enjoy a pilsner is for how unabrasive it is. Yeah, there's no hoppiness. No, um, pilsners are like almost creamy. Mm, you know, just silky smooth, not creamy. Smooth, I would take. Yeah, sure. Smooth, creamy in the mouth feel. Maybe not. Not creamy like a cream stout or a cream ale or something. Yeah, yeah. maybe cream's the wrong word. Yeah, almost always. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is really good though. I enjoy it. Um, I've never had. You've never had this before, have you? No. This was actually um, hand recommended to me by Kevin from Ooh. Spikes, the owner of Spikes, who sponsors the show. Heyo. Uh, so it was really cool getting to pick out a beer with him, talking about new stuff and stuff that he's been enjoying. And he said, if you want something light and delicious and new, try this out. It's amazing. Great. And I here we are. I don't think he was wrong. Yeah. It's a, is there anything? I, I almost I almost always feel like I'm underselling and not quite saying enough about Pilsner style beers. We, um, they're really good yeah the be all end all for compliments on on these this style for me is like it's clean it's good it's it's unobtrusive yeah which isn't what i would say about this one necessarily it's It's, not quite as simple as a straight up pilsner but it's got a little bit of a twang to it it does it it almost feels like a funkiness Mm -hmm. combined with like the two aspects of a pilsner and a a hoppy or like a pale or an ipa yeah i like it it's definitely got the sweet notes and almost a the tiniest bit of tartness. It's a little bready with D, not T. Yeah. A little bready to me. A little bready. Mm-hmm. Or bready. I guess bready. could be the, the malt. Maybe a little bit of maltiness coming out. Yeah, maybe. Um, I like it. It's really refreshing. I mean, this is mm-hmm. a great... You, this is a beer I would drink if I wasn't trying to catch a buzz. You know? If I was like... Gonna if play you're just a, drinking like enjoy it or whatever. Yeah. Right. You know, if I this would be like a great football beer for me. I know mm. you're not a sports guy, but... Uh, football games. I get football. Football I games last like three hours. You can't be sitting down and like popping fourteen percent barrel aged stouts. You'll be asleep by the second half. Yeah. So Which I mean, is basically what I do anyway. So yeah, I'll take those beers. Actually, that sounds fine. <laughs> no. All right. So when you come over to watch football, you drink the barrel aged stout and sleep on the couch. Yeah, unless the Lakers are playing, because then I'm all engaged. Yeah, they play yeah. the best football. They do. They're a great football team. They score all of the runs. Yeah. 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 They're really <laughs> good. Yeah. Some of the Lakers, uh, one of the Lakers' little brothers actually got like arrested in China. Oh, is he one of the pawns? What was he? A, was he a pond? A pond? Laker. Uh, little little Laker. Just a little uh, yeah. little water wordplay for you guys today. Oh, water play. We're getting water into play. the we're yep. getting into water sports. Uh, yes. Let's talk about this beer. Yeah, let's do it again. This is this is a hop syndrome, a pills lager from Epic Brewing out of Denver, Colorado. Johnny picked it out. Johnny made a great choice. I think I'm gonna go first. Thank you. Um, I thoroughly enjoy it. I was worried on my first few sips that it was going to be too biting. It was going to leave an astringency in my mouth that I wouldn't like, but it doesn't. I think it's really well balanced, uh, for as light as it is in ABV. It feels light. Um, I enjoy both aspects of it, the hoppiness and the more pilsnery side. I would highly recommend this. I think it's, uh, it's, it's solid. You know, we got it in a six pack. It's pretty, right? Six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pretty affordable for what it is. So go and get it if you can. It's quite yeah. tasty. Uh, I will give it a... Hmm. I'll give it an eight point nine. I'll give it an eight point eight. Okay, an eight point eight for me. All right. I also really enjoy this beer. It's super approachable, uh, as most pilsners should be, unless there's something like really wrong with them. And I, for one, definitely appreciate the style. I really gravitate toward pilsners when I want something. You know, when the average person might grab like a Bud Light or something. You know, this yeah. is, this is a style that really satiates the itch for something lighter for like the serious craft beer dude agreed you know because i mean it's winter time i've been drinking 
like barrel aged stouts. Yeah, I think it's worth noting too. It's like raining out. It's been raining all day. It's cold and rainy. And like, when we spoke, it was like we we're gonna get a heavy beer, and then this is a nice surprise. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like it. Yeah, I got a cold brew coffee today in ice. Nice. So I'm, I'm on the, I'm on this wavelength. This uh, is good. I like it. Well, yeah, we're kind of on the same page then. Yeah, give me a rating. Yeah, so overall, really solid representation. I'm giving it a nine out of ten. All right. Yeah, it's it's up there with any pilsner. It's a good beer. It's I mean, the list of pilsners that I would buy, pretty long because I yeah. mean they're all yeah. they're all pretty good. You know what's an eight oh five? Is that just a lager? It's like a blonde aerial, I think. Yeah. I was gonna say I'm not crazy about eight oh five, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's not a qualifier. In this. I don't think it is. It might be. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't. Uh, I tell you what, I don't like is a Sierra Nevada Nooner Pilsner. Yeah, can't stand that beer. It's not bad. I hate it. Yeah, but I like a lot of Pilsners too, and I don't like that one. Hmm. Why not? I'm not sure. I'd have to taste it again. I haven't had it in years. I'll have to revisit it because a while ago it was called like it. It was Nooner like Session IPA. Mm, I don't know about that. It changed like styles. Huh. They do that sometimes. Yeah, they do wonky stuff. Yeah. Whatever. Anyways, but in the meantime, epic. Epic Sop Syndrome. Very good from both of us. I got to take a break. Yeah, in the meantime, we're going to come right back and we're going to talk about Happy Death Day. And we'll, uh, we'll go to that break now. Next week is Turkey Day. Thanksgiving is coming. Is that really next week? That is next Thursday, young Maxwell. Oh, God damn. I know. It's terrifying. You're going to be around relatives. You're going to have house guests. You're going to need alcohol. You're going to need it. Period. You know, there's only one place to go to get alcohol for your Thanksgiving needs. I know that. But in case you don't, that place is Spike's Bottle Shop. You darn tootin' it is. They are down on 1270 East First Avenue here in Chico, and they've partnered with this podcast to give our listeners 10% off just for knowing our super secret password. Which is FHC. So get on down to Spike's and get all of your Thanksgiving alcohol needs. They got wine. They got champagne. They got beer. They got liquor. They've got nuts. I mean, if you need sure, some, yeah. if you need some snackage, whatever. Yeah, once again, that code is FHC, so pick out your beers, go down to checkout, let them know that you listen to this podcast, say FHC and get 10% off. All right, we are back. We are back. Alive and kicking. And we've got things that have got us all hopped up. Raised uh, up, yes. You know, raised, That's good. Ra- hopped up's better. Moving They're, on up. Yeah. Whatever works. We were just talking about how uh, we need a phrasing isn't like... It's just not convenient to speak it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's hard to, you know. It's you hard know. to words. Like, what's got you, what's got me up this week is, yeah. It's, it actually worked pretty well. But, like, when you try to put it on somebody else, it gets weird. Yeah, what's got you up? Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. It is. So we need to think of a catchier name. Ideally, like, two words. So. No, I don't know. That worked that time, too, because I actually thought you were asking me. Oh. And I'm going to pretend like you were, and I'm going to tell I you. I was, <laughs> but you didn't say anything. No, I wasn't sure, because, I yeah, that's and true. And you kept texting. I'm not texting. I'm actually looking at my movie list. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Because that's what's got me going. Okay. That's worse. What's <laughs> got me up? What's got your engine revving? So I'm actually really excited because over the past year, we've, doing this show, you and I have talked about movies and it's been, obviously we've talked about movies. A lot. Specifically movies that we haven't seen. Like I'll reference a movie and you'll be like, I haven't seen that or vice versa. And for some time you've been telling me that I'm crazy for not having seen American Psycho. Yes. And I finally rented it tonight. I haven't watched it yet. Yes. Um, but that's something. It's on my. It's on my movie list. It's on my list. I love it. Um, I also am diving into the world of Terrence Malick, who is a pretty acclaimed director. I've never seen any of his work, um, so I rented three films of his. The newest one being a film that came out this year called Song to Song. Okay. Uh, Ryan Gosling, Michael Fassbender, um, Rooney Mara. There's like a huge. I'm trying to remember who else is in it. I love I, everyone. I just in saw there. the cover. Um, so I'm really excited to get into that. 
Um, and I think that's what's going to get it. Obviously, like I played in San Francisco the other night. I told you that was really amazing. Yeah. So I've had a few things that have been really exciting about my week. San Francisco was nice. It was a blast. I hate driving there, but well, yeah. specifically in that city, I hate driving. But yeah. try that. It was really good. 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 Yes. There's always good food and good beer and like good coffee. Yeah, I didn't actually have any of those things this time. <laughs> well, they're there. It was a good show, though. That's good. Like, yeah. Yeah, I saw your Instagram story. The mm-hmm. venue looked pretty rad. It was sweet. It was a place called Hotel Utah yeah. Saloon. In the back of the saloon, or in like the far end of the saloon, there's like a whole separate room. And it was really neat. What part of San Francisco is that in? Mm. What district? Yep. Um, is that like in I the I took fun- the Bay Bridge. Okay. Like through Berkeley, came in that way. Uh huh. Um, it was like on the Fifth Street. Okay. I don't know if that helps anybody. Yeah. It was, oh, here you go. It was right by AT&T Park. Oh, there you go. It was right there. Where so that's that? like down um, on the, the like towards the, the water yes. side. It was like, right by the waterfront. Uh, along the piers, basically. Yeah. That'd be along the piers. That's and, right. Cool. Yeah. yeah, that's where it was. On the piers, and if you're headed towards AT&T Park, it'd be towards the financial district. Cool. So, yeah, interesting. It was fun. I'm always looking for like, we're down there for games a lot. Sweet. And I have family in Berkeley. Yeah, so it's, a like, cool, it's right on the corner. It's a real historical look. There's a ton of construction there right now, though. Uh, so it was a real pain. Yeah, uh, that's part of the reason. Like my stress level got crazier because there's like like three lanes came down to one, Oof. and like people from all day, they have like more. It sounds a little bit weird, but they have more directions that their roads run. Like we have basically like four directions if you factor in either way. Like you have left and right and straight and back. They have like these weird like there's like swirls and twists and mm-hmm. it was nuts. I and hate it. They always have like on ramps in really weird spots mm-hmm. too. It's really annoying. Yes. But that's good. I'm glad it went well. It looked like a really cool spot. Yes. Enough about me. You said you had one other thing that you were you were. I mean, there's got, a, yeah. There's always so much. Like yeah. life's pretty good right now. But uh, I'm just starting to mess around with Tavor. Tavor, the food. No. No beer. That's yeah. beer. Right. Yeah. It's super crazy beer. Um. Sometimes it's super crazy. Sometimes it's kind of standard, but hard to get in this area stuff. Can you explain what Tavor is to people that might not know? So Tavor is actually a beer ordering and delivery service. Um, they, it's an app as well. And what they do is they send you little updates and they'll put a beer up there. And if you want it, you click buy and it charges your credit card right then and there. So it's yours. And then at the end of an established time period, you usually set it for like a month out, but you can move it up sooner. Um, they flat rate ship mm-hmm. all the beer that you've purchased for $15. No matter how much? No matter how much. That's pretty neat. You can buy all the beer you want and then 15 bucks to ship it. Yeah, which if, if anybody listening has ever dabbled in shipping beer, it's usually I mean, the cost of shipping, like obviously like heavy things. Yeah. You put four bombers in a in a box, it's going to be a few pounds. And- well, yeah, and also in, in certain states, it's not legal to True. ship including alcohol. This one. And including this one. That's how yeah. they make it work. It's like, I think five or six states... And they, they get beer from all those states and then ship them everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's really expensive. And especially if you're declaring that you're shipping alcohol, right. it's like twice as much. Yep. So it's a really, really cool way to like buy some new things and um, experience beers you might never get. And I was turned on to it by a friend uh, who said they're going to have this beer on there. It's like the number one rated barley wine in the world, like hands down. By like beer advocate and all this crazy stuff. Like I guess last year's bottles are reselling for like eighteen hundred dollars. Wow, like crazy shit, dude. That's insane. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, don't even understand that. And it's mm-hmm. this this barley wine called Deal with the Devil from Anchorage Brewing. It's like a double barrel aged barley wine. Cool. Thirty five bucks for a tiny bottle. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. But nothing compared to eighteen hundred though. Yeah, right. I'm like, is it buy a few of those? Actually, am I buying stock? Right. Lim- limit was one, ah. but it was so that launched me into filling up the box to cover the cost of shipping. What is a full box? Um, like many? I said, it's as many as you want. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. 
but like, sense, I guess. but I want to offset the shipping. No, but you said you filled up a box. Well, I want to fill up a box. I can't pay the fifteen dollar flat rate shipping just for them to ship me the one bottle. Right. Because then I'm paying sixty dollars for one bottle of beer. Sure. Because they would, you know. Right. It's just however much you buy, they'll ship you. Gotcha. Yeah. So. I guess I'm asking like, how did you know when like if it's an unlimited amount? How, did, how many was enough to make it worth it for you? For me, I wanted to buy five or six more things. Okay. But it's really neat because they have a really wide variety of styles that they put on there. Yeah. Like I've gotten an espresso stout and then like um, a sour, just all kinds of stuff. So it's pretty cool. Great. It's a fun little thing to play with. Yeah. Cool, man. So, I dig it. That's it. Uh, has the box arrived? No, yeah. it, I'm still filling it. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Well, uh, when you update that and it arrives and you ship it, keep us posted on this year podcast. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll open it on the show. Yeah, or follow Johnny Manitoba at Johnny Manitoba on Twitter. Oh, snap. Or us on Instagram or whatever. Shout out. You can find it there. Uh, let's move on to this movie, shall we? Happy Death Day. It's about a month old in theaters now. Um, it's like we said earlier, it was not uh, necessarily on our, it was on our radar, not yeah. maybe not on our list. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I had no, it wasn't even on my radar or my list Yeah. before you, you mentioned seeing it. I think it. your radar misses a lot because you don't watch trailers and you don't read about movies. I read about them. Do you? Yeah. Huh. I read synopsises of ones that I like find interesting. And a lot of times I can't avoid watching trailers, but yeah. there's certain movies that I don't watch trailers for. Yeah. That's that's fair. Like I have not seen a, a Star Wars trailer. That's what you're saying. It's movies that you are for sure going to see. That I'm excited and I'm right. invested in the plot. I think that's I mean, fair. Ever since the Guardians of the Galaxy 2, there was a huge oh. spoiler in the trailer. Mm -hmm. So since then, movies that I'm really amped up for, I won't. But like I've yeah. seen a couple for um, The Murder on the Orient Express. Yes. Really want to see that. I really can't express how much I don't want to see that. No kidding. Yeah, I'm just going to... I think it's going to be a huge bummer. Really? Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, maybe we'll see it and we'll talk about it later. Um, yeah. Cause I don't think that's one for the show, but I think it's one that I want to see like on my own time. Yeah. Be fun to discuss. Yes. Maybe we'll do it in a bonus that episode. That could be a great bonus episode movie. Which you'll only hear if you're on Patreon. Yes. I think we just plugged Twitter. We plugged Twitter, Patreon. What are we missing? Um, Important stuff. Oh, yeah. Go see Max play. Go this, see me play this, this Saturday, Saturday, November 18th at the Naked Lunch right here in Chico. 7.30 p.m. Yeah. $7 at the door. And Johnny will be there drinking beer. Exactly. Anyways. Uh, yeah. But happy death day. <laughs> uh, it runs uh, just over an hour and a half. Uh, I actually didn't realize this. Their budget was pretty low. Uh, $4.8 million. That is pretty low. Uh, I can kind of see that. There were only a few moments where I thought there were some intense special effects going on. As of today, uh, November, well, actually, as of yesterday, November 14th, it's raked in $55 million, uh, which is great. This Good work. It's been highly profitable, I guess. Um, it's If ratings matter to you, it's got an average rating of 6.6 .6 out of 10. And is that on what? That IMDb. is on IMDb, yeah. Okay. Which I think is an aggregate of lots of other ratings combined with their own user ratings. So That's like, interesting. They draw from... Um, I wonder if they draw from like Rotten. I think they do. Cool. I so, didn't know that about their rating system. Yeah. This is uh, essentially a film that rehashes Groundhog Day with a fun murdery college twist. It was written by Scott Lobdell and directed by Christopher Landon, uh, starring this gal named Jessica Roth, who plays Tree Gelbman. I'm going to say Gelbman, maybe. Gelbman. Uh, she's a sorority girl. Uh, your typical kind of stereotype of like a- Not very nice. Not very nice. Pretty vapid- and self-centered person. Yeah. yeah. Very blonde. Um, Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, her hair was blonde. That's, you were right. It's just I gotcha. Um, and her name actually was Tree. It was Tree. I thought it was a nickname, but that's how she's listed in the cast credits. So cool. 
Um, Anyone else worth mentioning in the cast? Oh, I mean, there were there were some good. I, I don't know. Like, I didn't recognize like any of the actors. No, these were all pretty unknown people. Yeah. I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Jessica Roth was in La La Land. Oh. Let me see. I could be wrong. Nope, she was in it. Ha ha. I'm a huh. genius. She was one of um, mm-hmm. Emma Stone's roommates. Just, yep. Right. Yep, she was so. just like average blonde. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Um, I actually thought she did a pretty good job in this film. I don't think this is a movie that you're like, the performances really keep you engaged. No, this, this movie wasn't, you know, going to draw you in with the acting. There was a couple scenes that were kind of had a little bit of weight. I'm curious to, to, to ask you if it's maybe what I'm thinking of. And then I have a follow up. Was it the scene at, at lunch? Yes. Okay. Let's get into that in the danger zone when we can talk a little bit more freely about this. Deal. Um, but bookend that in your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, any hooser, like we said, it wasn't super high on our list to see, but... Um, I had a couple of rec- recommendations from friends to see it, so we did. And I want to get your initial thoughts before we uh, before we go any further. Okay, I just got a really funny text. I thought you were distracted. I wasn't sure. No, read that while okay. I'm Great. telling you my original thoughts. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> You're gonna. This is amazing. I'm so glad this happened during the show. Um, I really like this movie, and I think that might be a bit of a, a bold thing to say. But I was super entertained. Uh, I didn't have super high expectations at all. Um, So the fact that it was even moderately entertaining made me happy. Um, The plot was not complicated. I mean, it was kind of a murder mystery, but it wasn't like it's not going to be. I mean, it was it was more suspense um, than horror, I think. Uh, but overall, I, I liked it. it. It entertained me. It didn't take itself super seriously. It was definitely had like a B movie kind of campy. It feel. did have that kind of vibe, huh? Yeah. So, I mean, overall, I'm gonna say I liked it, and uh, it was it was a good experience, and it entertained me. And uh, I'm gonna give it a good rating, probably. A rating? Good berating. Good good berating. <laughs> no, good rating. <laughs> Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I think I had similar, uh, that was a funny text, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I didn't mean to play that off. That oh. was really oh, funny. Oh, we're going to touch on that. Let's do it in danger zone also. Oh yeah. Um, so I think it was good. I wasn't sure what to expect going in. Um, cause it was sort of billed as a horror movie, Yeah. but it clearly was going for some more lighthearted jokiness. Yeah. Um, so like knowing what it was. Or kind of what it was. I think I think I could get behind it being just a straight up like mm, easy going horror movie. If that's a category, no, it is. It's like a less. It's that's why I say like B movie, kind of campy. Like not didn't take itself seriously. Yes. Like easy going. That's another way I'd say that. Absolutely. There's a, there's a sequence in the movie that unfolds where um, the main character goes through sort of a process of trying to figure things out, and it's it's a montage that's set to a soundtrack. And that's when I finally settled in. I was like, okay, this is not so much about these murders. It's about this girl and her, her obviously her change in personality over this this thing that's happening to her. Yeah, it was as much a movie about a journey of self-growth and maybe like self-awareness. I agree. As a Like horror. Groundhog Day. And that was all perfect. I was like, this is a great way for younger generations, which they make a nod at later in the film uh, about not like a lot of young people not knowing Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. I think this is a great way to relate that concept to a younger generation, which incorporates a lot of the social media stuff and younger life. And that was fine. But there is some some of it towards the end of the movie started becoming the the tone of the film shifted from this being about this girl's journey to more about, oh, look, it's about it's actually about these twists. Yeah. And that's where it lost me. I didn't buy any of it. It was like, we what have you been you've been setting me up for this whole um appreciation of this girl's character. 
and then to flip it around on me like this, I didn't buy a lot of the ending. Yeah. That's sort of my biggest critique here. Um, the, like the, the, the third act was the weakest for sure. Um, the writing was fine. It was shot fine. Um, you know, a word that comes to mind about this movie is, is adequate. It's perfectly adequate. Yeah. It's not, it wasn't bad. No, it, uh, it wasn't necessarily. Bad. There were bad parts. There were good parts. It's not going to change your life. No, you, yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, probably. No, no. I mean, might. Yeah. I don't know your life. Um, did you have anything that jumped out to you that you really loved about this? Uh, yeah, I really liked the character of Carter. Yeah, let's talk about Carter. Um, I liked the way he kind of portrayed males in this movie. Yes. Um, I don't know. It's it's always slippery when you talk about like how males are portrayed in like the current climate. Sure. Let's let's give a brief intro to, to Carter. He's a he's a fellow that we learn. We should probably just start with how the movie starts and how every day sure. of this repetition starts. It's her waking up in a strange bed in a strange place and she doesn't know where she's at in a dorm room and it's in a dorm room and there's this guy carter Mm -hmm. who is there and you kind of get to know him as the days repeat themselves if you will Mm -hmm. um but yeah he's the one that ended up taking her home she was super drunk the night before i guess they were at a party and she woke up in his bed whatever yeah And, and and the implication is that They've had sex, yeah, and now she's doing kind of the walk of shame, getting her stuff together and leaving. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the general premise. Yeah, um, but I also enjoyed Carter. I think the actor did a good job. I'll find his name here in a minute, but um, I think he was really good. He was very likable. He had really great um, facial acting. Like his facial expressions yeah. were very; they seemed genuine, mm-hmm. which I liked. Yeah, his name's Israel Broussard, and he yeah he's a he's a likable dude. Yeah, and it helps that his character becomes likable. Um, I couldn't help but thinking in a film like this when I did start to think they might throw a twist at me mm-hmm. that maybe the twist is like, ah, oh, he's going to be the murderer, which would have felt like a cop. Some of the movie felt like a cop out anyways, but that would have been too easy. Right. Um, that's not to say the way that they went didn't feel too easy as well, but, um, yeah, they tried to get like super suspensey. Like mm-hmm. we're not going to probably get too much into the plot because no. the plot is what we've already said. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll just touch on brief. I'm going to, I'm going to say some things in the danger zone. I'm going to spoil some stuff. I feel like you're going to, you're going to, I just want to, cause I have to tear apart the parts I didn't really like. Well, yeah, they're very specific. Danger zone. You're going to give this movie the business. Yeah. Do you want to, cause we're going to get there sooner than later. Do you want to tell people to give them the classic danger zone warning before um, we get there? Yeah. So the danger zone is the third segment of every episode where basically we talk about the movie. Like we're a bunch of friends that just walked out of the theater and we're going to sit down and have a beer and talk about, the crazy ending yes. or the plot twist or mm-hmm. whatever. So spoilers are going to be flowing. Yish. Uh, Max stops bleeping me. I do, which hasn't, I feel it hasn't come up at all. I know because I save it. Or there, yeah. I save it. That's yeah, good. So it, it's a way of corralling me I think, yeah. that you've perfected. Yes, thank you. Yeah, it's a balance. We're yes. a yin and a yang. We are. Or is it ying? It's yin. We're basically the yin yang twins. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So that's what's going to happen in, in segment three. And uh, are we going to do our third beer in segment I would actually, or second a, beer? That's what I was going to get into. Let's let's uh, let's start our beer now. Okay. Um, and give it a rating maybe? Let's give first impressions and then rate it in the danger zone and finish up this movie. That is dark. That's look good. That's, yeah. That's good talking beer. about my complexion? I am not. Okay. Um, but I haven't been tanning. This is a beer that was uh, donated to the show. Yeah. And big shout out to the donor of this beer. One Raleigh Munn, yeah, who just yeah, do that too. Just went ham on Patreon and just upped his membership. Uh, hey oh, big shout out to Raleigh, friend, yeah, friend of the show, long time, long time supporter. Raleigh, we super appreciate it. We both got that email uh, that you that you changed your and I can't remember where. 
um, I was, I was probably out of theater. Um, but yeah, you forwarded me the email and you're like, Hey, look at this. And I was like, I know it's awesome. So yeah, thanks, man. We super appreciate the, uh, the support. Obviously all of our patrons, we super appreciate, but we, uh, I wanted to give Raleigh a shout out cause it's the most recent change. And we, uh, also have this beer. Also, he gave us the beer. Yes. He was chatting with, I want to say the head brewer or the owner, somebody. I, I actually don't know if I got the specifics from him. I don't know either. Um, but the question that everybody's wanting to know is the head brewer or the owner of what? Yeah. And that answer is Waganupa Brewing. Waganupa. Come on. Is it? Yeah. What did I say? Waganupa? Waganupa. That sounds dumb. Waganupa. Yeah. You know what? Henceforth, it shall be known as Waganupa. 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 I've never heard anybody say it before. Wagan- except I guess probably Raleigh. Yeah. I've, I've heard Waganupa. Okay. They're a brewery that started out in Chester, California, which is up in the mountains near Lake Almanor. I don't know why I'm even looking this up. You already know that. Yeah, right outside of Lake Almanor is a small mountain town called Chester, population probably less than a thousand. Uh, and they have a tap room and brewery up there. And they started a satellite tap room uh, where they can pour their beers in Chico, California, over off of East First Avenue, not far from Spike's Bottle Shop. Yeah, the address is 1346 Longfellow Avenue. And see, that's right right in there by In Motion, I think right across the street. Yeah, right near the Beauty College there and like kind of behind that Valero station. Yeah. So so it's worth, it's worth noting that Raleigh gave us a few beers to choose from. Uh-huh. And uh, with the weather... We decided to go with their Imperial Stout. Yeah, well, that and we both are kind of big th- thout enthusiasts. And indeed, we are yeah. thout enthusiasts for sure. We've had an interesting balance of coffee and beer today. Yeah, man, I haven't had enough coffee today. I don't think, but um, so we've just poured it. First impression: I haven't tasted mine or smelled it. I or, can smell it from here. I'm just smelling my microphone. I think, but yeah, what's it, what's your what's your nose wow. telling you? It smells like caramel. It's, did I say it's 9.5%? No. Okay, well, it is. Okay, so, so this a pretty is, big stout. There's no adjuncts or anything, right? This is just a straight... I'm actually looking up the beer on the website right now if I can find it. Does it say? It just says it Imperial Stout. Say, yeah. So it just says Imperial Stout, so I'm assuming there's no adjuncts or anything. That seems fair. It smells really good. It smells like one of those brown caramels, that, like the chewy caramels mm-hmm. that your grandma always used to have. Yep. I mean, might still have. I don't know. Right. My grandma this used seems to always have them. They my don't my grandma used to, but that is boozy. Yeah, it's almost whiny to me, dude. It tastes. That's me- interesting. It's like a whiny. It does. You said wine. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Now I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah that's I planted that's that seed. Yeah. Mm, okay. I enjoy how it smells. I'm gonna get into it. Do it, man. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I think their website is just at at the moment uh, their Facebook. Unless it's right here and I missed it. Oh, yeah, it's just, I think they're bringing it up, but it, right now it's uh, just sort of a redirect to Facebook, hmm. um, and I'm not quite so savvy with navigating pages on Facebook, believe it or not. No, it's me neither. So we're going off of uh, we're going off of what's on the can. That's fine. Imperial Stout. Yep, which is, yeah, just that. Deal with it. Uh, what do you think, man? Um, it's unique. I don't know if I like it. Okay. There's a lot of coffee. There's uh, a lot of, like, the roasted malts, which mm-hmm. obviously it has to have if it's a stout. You know, that's one of sure. the main differences. Yeah, sure. They have to roast the malt for it to be a stout. Yeah, I knew that. I um, just learned that the other day. And I'm not sure if that's like a, a hard line rule, but I'm pretty sure it is. Mm-hmm. There's something in this beer that I'm tasting that I can't put my finger on. No, I, I got that too. It's like a, a weird, like carameliness. Yeah. I, I'm sure there's a word for this. Sometimes when we talk about like really hazy beers... We talk about like an overripe taste. If there was a word for an overripe caramel, like maybe a, an overly sweetness that was borderline. Like um, a milky caramel. 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but like a sour milk. I know that sounds pretty bad, mm. but or almost like um like honey. Ooh, honey could work. I can. It yeah. reminds me of of honeycomb. Yeah, the cereal. Yeah, there's definitely a, a meaty quality to this. Yeah, I'm saying um, a lot of words that could be confused. That was a D, not a T. This uh, beer tastes meaty. meaty. No, meaty like a like a honey wine. Um, it is thinner than I expected. Um, and we've on the show tended to harp on th- uh, big stouts that taste thin. Yeah. So that as as weaknesses go, that's something that jumps out to me immediately. I'd like this to be a little bit more viscous. Yeah, and that's that age old argument of barrel age versus mm-hmm. regular stout. And this is another. I mean, what was that's that? true? You're right. What did we do last week? The uh, uh, Midnight Lightning. That's right. Tioga Sequoia. Tioga Sequoia. And Tioga Sequoia. And it has that same thin body. See, I have trouble with this because I just drank some Sierra Nevada stout the other day, and it's it's six something. No, it's like five point something. I can't remember. I think it's six point two percent. And it has it has none of the weaknesses of 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 uh, thinness. Well, uh, can you be more specific? Which stout? Because there's a few different yes. stouts. From it's Sierra the West Nevada. Coast style stout, which I don't know what that means, but that's what it is. So no, we're not talking about narwhal. Not no, no, just their, their actual stout. They just a regular stout. The one that just says stout. Mm-hmm. And it's like a red label, I believe. Yep. I haven't had one of those in years. I love it, dude. I've this this mug, right? I, I can't remember. If I've talked about my favorite mug on the show before, but it's dope. Thank you. Also, it's handmade podcast candle goes over here. Sorry, man, that's been burning the whole time. It smells nice. Also, that tree keeps moving outside, and I keep thinking it's a person. Every time when I'm on the computer, I see it out of the corner of my eye, and I freak out. It's not because it with the reflection of the painting, the mm. like out of the corner in your eye, the corner of the painting could be like a head. It's very disturbing. Don't move the candle now. It's a bad it's idea. It's too hot. Yeah. Um. Anyways, the point is, yeah, the stout, the regular stout, is really good. It's no, got a lot of body to me. I think so. I need to revisit that. Then the reason I brought up my mug is because I've been drinking it out of that. It's, is that a Sierra Nevada mug? No, nothing against Sierra Nevada. Uh, but no. Okay. I would never brag about something so commercial and factory. This well, is a handmade ceramic mug made in a kiln. Uh, I bought it at a craft fair. Nice. Accidentally. Um. Explain how you accidentally bought it. I was just sitting at this place that was. It was in craft in Reno. And um, I was just sitting there having a beer or two or three. I can't remember. Uh, so probably three. And this guy had a little table set up. He's a, a ceramicist. And he had all of his wares. A ceramicist. I don't know what they're called. And people like kept walking up and like picking them. This is nice. They put it back down and walked away. And after about an hour of this, I was like, hey, man, um, cool stuff. I, I need a new mug. And I have I, in my brain, I was like, "Yeah, hey, like twelve bucks, I could buy a mug for." I was like, "What do your What do your coffee mugs start at?" And he was like, "They go, they start about 30. Whoa! And I was already committed. I'm not the kind of person that uh, has the courage to be like, "Oh, never mind," uh, which sounds silly, but it's true. Uh, I was already, as far as I was concerned, neck deep. Mm-hmm. And so I found this guy, and he had a bunch of like two finger mugs. He was like, I need a three finger uh, holder, which is good. Yeah. And now I have this. And I feel like this is Twitter worthy at this point because we, we're talking about it so much. People are going to know what I'm talking about. Is that a thirty dollar mug? It is a $30. So that's the other point. I use everything with this. Now I pour beers in it when they're darker beers. I just pour this out and it's like a big fluffy head. You have to. And I just, yeah. You paid $30. For- I make coffee in the morning and take it on the road with me, even though it's spilled all over my lap. Right. It's, and now I'm drinking tea out of it. Nice. It is a pretty sweet mug. Do you want to hold it? I don't know if it's 30 Feel, feel this side. There's know. like different textures. Oh, yeah. It's a good, like here, try holding it with your fingers this way with the mug in your, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, your fingers can't get all the way in, but like that's a good. That's good. It's nice. I think I need a four finger mug. I thought about that too. I, it's sort of tough to hold when it's hot, but yeah, I've got yeah. one. It's just an old Jack Daniels mug, but it's like, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Yeah. Also, bet your bottom dollar. If I remember the name of the guy that did this, uh, I would plug it right now. It's got his initials on the bottom. He doesn't have a website or anything. 
So who cares what his name is? Right, but I like. What if the, this breaks? Then I'm screwed. His name's Steve. He made up. He I made Dane. Dane? Yeah, I think so. Right, well, he doesn't have social media, so no one's gonna be able to find he him. He does have a Twitter or an Instagram. Okay, I can't remember what it is though. All right. In any well, case, if I cared enough, I'd look it up. I might during the break. We'll see. Yes. Um, That's a dope mug. Before we take our break, let's jump back to the Waganupa. Yeah. Imperial Stout. No ratings yet. Let's just give our initial take. I think we did. Any last minute things you wanna you wanna touch on here before we really uh, get into it after it's, this? It's kind of confusing. I agree. This beer tastes a little muddled. Like it's trying to be something. I feel like there's an adjunct in here, mm-hmm. and I feel like I need to know what it is. Is it? It could be hazelnuts. It could be caramel. Yeah, man. Honestly, I don't think it's that far of a reach to think that maybe this was aged, but in like a wine barrel. Maybe. I get a ton of that wine. No? No. I don't get any of the wine. Um, I can't get away from it. Like a teeny little bit of coffee. I don't know. I get a lot of like dark fruit, currant, or just just like tanniny. This beer's really weird. Do you like it? I don't know. I don't hate it. I like it, I think. I don't hate it for sure. Like I know it's not bad. I'm just trying to figure it out. Um, but it's it's really not it's not bad. I definitely like it. I just I'm trying to figure out how much I like it. Right. There's sort of a weird phenomenon that I'm experiencing where I taste it and it feels like it's gonna be very bitey, but then by the time it settles, it actually mellows out really nicely. Yeah. So I dig it. It's like nine five, right? Yeah, nine five. I mean that's a pretty mellow, smooth drink in nine five. Yeah, I agree. So uh Waganupa people, if you're hearing this by chance, um feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to hear more about this beer. Um, you can email us at fhccast at gmail.com or tweet at us at Fresh Up Cinema or write us on Facebook. We would actually love to know some more about this. Yeah. Um, like if that's just malt characteristics, I would I'd love to know what the malts are. Yeah, yeah. I would be curious to know if that's what they were going for. It's just mm-hmm. like a straightforward stout or if I'm supposed to be tasting all these different things. And what's weird is you and me are tasting completely different yes. things. Like, Something else I noticed on their Facebook is that... Um, I'm trying to find it. I think this isn't the first iteration of this beer. I think they've maybe made a couple batches, and I'm not sure how many. And I'm also not sure which batch this is. Interesting. Um, So I'd love to know that, too. Did Um, any of those batches have adjuncts? I can't. I don't think so. Um, I haven't read too much, but I don't know if there's too much here um, because I just don't want to spend time scrolling right now. But uh, let's jump to a break, and we'll come back uh, into our danger zone. We'll spoil some more about Happy Death Day and finish up on this beer, uh, and we'll be right back. Johnny, I have bad news. What is the bad news? All of my podcasts are gone. They're just gone from my phone. I'm out of podcasts. Well, you ate them? What happened? They're just gone. I don't know, man. I need something else to listen to. You have any ideas? Yeah, you should for sure listen to a book. What do you mean? This like an audiobook? It's, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like reading, but you don't have to read. You can do stuff with your hands while you're doing it. Yeah, it's like getting read a story. Where can I get one of those? Um, you're going to want to go to Audible and check it out. I've heard of Audible. They have over 180,000 titles, don't they? That's correct. And it's available on any smartphone. And right now, for listeners of this podcast, we have a special promo with them. If you go to audibletrial.com slash FHC, you get a free 30-day trial and a risk-free download of any book you want. That's insane. Here's the thing, though. I, I'm sure I'll love it, but if I don't love it, can I keep my download? If you decide you don't want your Audible subscription, you can cancel anytime within 30 days and keep the free book. Well, that's crazy. I'm just going to go over to audibletrial.com slash FHC and get that download now. I highly recommend you do. And now we're on a highway to the... Danger Zone. 
Welcome back to Fresh Hop Cinema, you guys. This has been a fun episode. We're going to talk about Happy Death Day. We're going to talk about this Imperial Stout from Waganupa Brewing one more time and give it a rating. And we're going to give Happy Death Day a rating. And then we're going to leave. But first, some epic shit happened. Okay. We have to do that first? Yes. I don't want to do that. I don't care about your feelings. This All is right. my segment. All right. Well, then at least I won't have the dignity to explain the scenario before we spoil it. So I got quite an amusing text when I was trying to break down that movie. You might recall. We, yeah, yes, there we was reference to a text like five minutes ago. If you forget, you're a goldfish, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. I got a text yeah. from a friend of the show and noted uh, comic book uh, historian, if you will, Austin. I will. My buddy Austin. And uh, that's all of the naming he will get. You always put more emphasis on like how we're not going to name him. Yeah. And it makes people like because even he's, more curious. Because he's goddamn mysterious. He's a monk. <laughs> he is a monk. He is Tibetan. No, he's not. But anyways, he texted me, and he's been listening to the episode uh, from last week on his way home from work. The, last week was Thor, by was, the way. Was Thor. Thor Ragnarok. Which Max, the first time he viewed the film, was, uh, okay. it is historically noted that he was very hammered. So I saw it twice. The first time, yes, he I, was, I'd had a few. The first time, he had had half a bottle of Crown Royal. Apple. Apple. <laughs> it's not a few. It's half a bottle. Yeah. Anyways, an and there was talk of... Uh, Max going into the bathroom and seeing and someone telling him that he should stay for both after post credit scenes. No, he's saying there are. So I bumped into a guy in the restroom. He's like, you know, like he looked at me and I remember now this is the punchline. I'm not going to spoil, but he was like, there's two. There's not just one. Yeah, there's two. So stay for both. And what, I talked about that on the podcast. Yeah. What you said was I saw a guy in the bathroom and he just assumed I was seeing Thor because that's what guys my age see on. That is like what this. I said. That's exactly what you said. What makes this story fucking amazing is that it was Austin. It was Austin, who I know, <laughs> who we are friends with. Now, I do want to clarify. I when I, when we read that text last segment, I remember seeing Austin. I was like, "Oh yeah, it was Austin." But I was at the point where, like, I, I was like, "I just now, like in the future, I didn't remember that until I was reminded." In the future, you didn't. What the hell kind of sentence? You know what I mean? It? Like, and we're in the future now. And when I thought back, I was like, "It was a stranger." But now, reminded of it, yeah, I was like, "Yes." Once, like one of those. Once you say that, you're like, "Oh shit, I did see you." Exactly. So it was amazing because Austin did not realize how drunk you were. I take that as a compliment. Yeah. He's like, it's great to know that I was just a blurry figure yeah. in the bathroom. I don't know why he was peeing on the wall. The urinal was right there. He's but... like, I could have done whatever to Max, huh? Yeah. No, he didn't say that. Oh, he didn't? No. That was a joke? <laughs> yeah, that was a joke. He's like, I could have just taken him in the stall and given yes. him a hug. Yeesh. No, so that was amazing. You were so drunk, you forgot you talked to Austin. No, I forgot it was Austin I talked to. There's a slight difference there. Like forgetting I talked to Austin would be like forgetting I spoke to somebody. I just for, I spoke to somebody. I know that. You forgot to whom? And then I remembered. Half, Half forgot. After Austin told you. You yes. completely forgot. Yes. There's no way out of it. Well, this. no, completely forgot would be like, I did? That's so crazy. I don't remember him. Well, yeah, you completely forgot until Austin until actually future. told you. Yeah, future me knows. So you basically you forget things. It's not forgetting things if someone tells you later. No, you know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. Yeah. I'm just giving you shit now. Okay, great. It's hilarious that you were that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, Austin. Um, and also, thank you. Big shout out to Austin for following up. Yeah, dude. That's uh, our with, favorite thing. With his email because he is very knowledgeable. Was it an email? Yeah, no. he sent an email to us. No way. No, he didn't. He sent a message. Oh, okay. Wasn't it? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Thor's been in five Marvel movies. Thank you for that. Yeah. He's been in all three Avengers movies and both Avengers movies. 
all three Thor movies, I should and say, both and Avengers. both Avengers. He was not in Civil War because Ragnarok takes place at the same time Civil War was happening on our planet. Very helpful. That's yeah. actually really good. Austin dropping knowledge and um, advice to Max in movie theater bathrooms. Indeed. So let's, uh, well, Max is an idiot. All right, we've established. Not really. It was just a funny thing happened. Yeah, it was good. Um, Someday I will see you somewhere and not remember it. I guarantee it. Better not be me. You'll remember me. At least he's probably talking to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking to all of you that are listening. Yeah. Um, except Austin, because you'll see him and you'll realize how drunk you are and you'll be like, oh, I can't be like Max. I can't. I have to remember, remember this moment. Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day. We're going we're gonna to wrap this up right after we finish up Waganupa. Yeah. So, final thoughts on this Imperial Stout from this little brewery in Chester. It's medium good. I okay. don't... It's not finite enough for me to, like, grasp what this beer is trying to be. I mean, it's, it's really... This beer is ambiguous. Uh, it's very undecided, and I don't really like that. I don't know if this tastes like it does because of the malts or if it's got an adjunct it's very confusing uh it's it's good i just don't quite know what to make of it uh, it's not a straightforward stout okay can we both agree it tastes like weird like yeah. there's something in it that tastes def- different yes absolutely so out of 10 four Ooh, that's rough not really five's average for me yeah all right I always think of it, maybe we've talked about this, like more of a grading system, like percentage, mm-hmm. like in school, like 90 to 100 is an A, 80, 70 is a C, 60 is a D, and anything below 60 is like an F. So I think like a four is like a high F. So by that logic. But that's not how you think about I was, it. But by that logic, we should have like, a, is this a one through four? We should. Or one through five, really. Yeah. Yeah. But we do out of 10. Yeah. I guess that's true. So, but yeah, I don't know. Yes, yeah. but whatever the points don't matter. Great, whatever. Yeah, this is like it's not your favorite. You don't hate it. No, yeah, it's it's very medium. Okay, it, you know what? It's perfect for this movie. It's very like it's not my favorite. I don't hate it. It's, That's interesting. I think this beer is far more interesting than this movie, <laughs> um, and not necessarily anything against the movie in that respect. I, I, the movie's fine, but this is. I think this is an interesting beer. Um, I enjoy how much it's made me think about it. I don't know if I were just grabbing a beer casually. Uh, if I would have the same amount of respect or even approach it the same way, like if I went out to a bar and ordered it, um, I might be off put because I would be expecting more of a straightforward stout. Mm-hmm. But in the context of reviewing it for this show, uh, I, I find it fascinating. I want to know more about it because I can't get past the whininess of it. I think that's why I give it such a low rating. Mm. Just because. Sorry about that. I do want to know more about it. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a seven. I think. Okay. I think uh, my main thing was definitely the viscosity. A little bit thin for me. Um, and I just am more than anything curious about the flavors. Yeah. Um, I would happily drink a glass of this. I think I would too. I'm just, it's not knocking my socks off. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely drinkable. Yeah. For sure. And one thing I do love about it is that one of our loyal listeners donated it to the show. Yes, Like indeed. I love reviewing beers that people want to hear us talk about. You know what, man? I might take it a step further because I think this could be wrong, by the way. But if it's right, I want to make sure to say it. And I want to say that the brewery donated it to the uh, show. Yes, I believe you are correct. Okay. So, uh, Raleigh, thank you for being the middle mule, um, which is a friendly combination of middleman and drug mule. Mm-hmm. Um, and Or if you if you got it for the show, man, thank you so much. Um, Waganupa folks, if it's from you, thank you so much for giving us a chance to review your beers. Mm-hmm. If not, th- um, thanks for making it. Right. And and more than anything, too, this is a local brewery um, in a in a town that's so dominated by Sierra Nevada. 
which is oftentimes a good thing. It's fun to see smaller breweries popping up. I would love to see more of that. Yeah, so go go support them. Try this beer for yourself. They're like we said, right off or on right off first um, by In Motion. It's Waganupa. I'm gonna say Waganupa. That feels right to me. Do whatever you want. You guys will figure it out. It's the danger zone, man. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's jump back to Happy Death Day in the last couple minutes here. Yeah, let's finish strong on some Death Day. Yeah, we're not going to spoil too much. Like we said, it's a pretty straightforward film, but um, a couple things I wanted to hit. Yeah, I need you to go ham on the danger zone. The whole movie, like I said, seemed to be very dedicated to this girl's character development. They start her off from like ground zero. She's like the worst kind of person. They give these all these opportunities to be a nice person. She's like, ha, I'm not a nice person, uh, which felt a little fake to me. Kind of on the um, nose. Yeah. So throughout the movie, she starts becoming better, and she realizes the whole key to stopping this is like, the whole time it's like, solve your murder, and then she realizes maybe that's not all of it. Maybe you have these little opportunities in life to be a better person. So then that happens, and whatever. Okay, it's all good. And then the movie almost ends. Mm -hmm. She finds out it's this guy that's been murdering her. She figures it out. It's this guy that's been murdering all sorts of people. That murdered her mom. No. Yep. That's not correct. Yep. Really? Yep. Why do you think that? Because they said it. When? In the movie, when they're talking about him. Who, when, who's talking about him? The news, they were talking about the guy that murdered all yeah. those people, uh-huh. murdered six women, including blah, 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 and they said they're her mom's name. What they was had mom's like, name? I don't remember. They had like the same last name. This is a thin argument. So like, like it leads you to believe that the guy killed her mom. I don't think that's true. I just didn't get that vibe. Really? But either way, it's not important because that guy wasn't even the point. No. So the movie ends. It's like she's solved this murder finally. She sits down with Carter. They celebrate her birthday with this cupcake that was given to her by her roommate. Happiness. Oh, shit. Not happiness. She wakes up the next day. Oh, I'm back in the dorm. What happened? Then the movie wants to twist us and they're like, oh, no, the, the cupcake was poisoned by her roommate. This is worth saying, too. When, when, the, when the bad guy was the murderer. Mm-hmm. Um, bad guy's always, the murderer is always the bad guy, I guess. The bad guy's when he was murderer. in full murder mode. Yeah, like you you get these hints. There's hints dropped throughout the movie. Like you see a cop sitting outside of a hospital room. I'm like, that's weird. But you pick up on it. Mm-hmm. Or there's a flash right before a power outage happens. There's a flash of this guy's face on a news alert. Mm-hmm. Then it goes away. So we're like we're like peppered with the notion that there's this, this outside force. Maybe it's this dude. And then it was like a nice way to wrap it. But then out of nowhere, she wakes up and it's like, oh, it was my roommate that poisoned me. And as a viewer, I'm like, well, that just seems like a cheap shot. Like, I couldn't have seen that coming. There was nothing that indicated that she might have been a secret murderer. Mm-hmm. Also, like her sheer physical strength sometimes when, because the murderer is always wearing a mask. That's important to say too, I guess. So you don't know who it is. And very, very strong. Strong enough that you believe that it could be this crazy murdering guy. But the fact that it's like this little petite sorority girl, it just felt like a huge bunch of cheap shots. They were just like, here we go. Exciting twist. And the movie didn't need it. And I think it was a waste. And I think it made it worse. And I walked away less satisfied having seen that. Okay. Here's my take on that. Mm-hmm. It was actually the guy that was wearing the mask that was killing her oh. all of the first time. No. No, it wasn't. Are you sure? I am sure. Because it's set up, and there's this horrible exposition section at the end where she's like explaining to us, but like also explaining to her roommate, like how she got away with it. Um, and she was like, yeah, and then you found out that he was going to be there, and it was your perfect scapegoat, and you, she works in a hospital, her roommate. Yeah, she let him out. She let him out that day, um, not to like get out of the hospital, because that cop... No. No, he always killed the cop and escaped. My, my fallback is that they even show one frame of her, like right after she stabbed her, when she was spying on somebody, like pulling off the mask and it yeah, was her. That's right. It's totally her. It, but what was going to happen is she was going to have him murder her. Um, 
Yeah, that feels actually like a weird plot hole too. Yeah, because I actually that, like what you're saying with the fact that they showed us it was her under yeah, the mask. It, was like, it oh. would have been more believable because when the roommate, when the way she figures it out that the roommate's trying to kill her, she poisons the cupcake, and that's how she figures it out. Because it like in the final day, mm-hmm. she kills the murderer. And she's like, "Perfect, I'll close the loop." And she celebrates with Carter by eating the cupcake, yes. and then goes to sleep and wakes up, exactly. and that's when she realized well, it wasn't the guy. And this was the first day she had actually eaten the cupcake. Yes. The rest of the time she'd just thrown it away. Which was also like pieced together so horribly. Like they just showed us like all the times she dropped the cupcake. Like we're too stupid to remember her dropping. Also, she almost had a chance to kill the guy, but he had just snapped Carter's neck. And she she's like holding up this, this uh, crowbar kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And she says out loud, if I kill him, Carter's gone forever. Like she might as well have looked at the camera and be like, I can't do this now. I'm going to put it back. Mm-hmm. And it was like, we could have figured that out. It's It's not meant for adults. I don't think. I don't think this is meant for people that are thinking about this. I think so. I think it may be. I mean, a lot of the the, the exposition mm-hmm. was way too It was unnecessary. too obvious. It was just, yeah. Unnecessarily it's, obvious. It's the definition of exposition, I think, but yeah, most of the time. But, I mean, just the way they, I mean, they didn't let the movie do it for itself. No, it they wrote just, in dialogue. Yeah. Or even when there, there's a conversation between Tree, it's <laughs> her name, Tree and Carter, <laughs> and and he's the one that suggests he's like, May, you know, maybe it's not about just who could. Maybe you have these little moments where you can try to be a better person. It's never too late to start, which is like what you could convey in a normal conversation. But instead, they were just like these. Granted, it's a short movie, and I don't think they built it for people with like I'm saying, like a huge attention span for film. Yeah. So I don't know. It was fine. I liked it. It was uh, it was a fun ride, but it, yeah, like yeah. yeah, it sounded like he was reading from a self help book. But totally, whatever. I enjoyed it as well for what it was. I I would not, I'm not going to see it again ever. Probably not. I would have been fine not seeing it this time. Like if future me knew how I would feel afterwards, I it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, overall, out of ten, because we're getting close on time here, and we have to record our bonus episode. Real oh quick. my god. Um, if you guys haven't heard, if you're not on Patreon and don't know what I'm talking about, we're, we're doing mini episodes, 10 minutes long, where we alternate weeks picking a movie that we've both seen and we talk about it, what we liked and didn't like. And Johnny just informed me that he's seen a, a movie that he's never seen that I considered a classic. And we're not going to say what it no. is. And it's a, it's one of my favorite movies uh, of all time. Dun, dun, dun. So we're going to get out of here in, a, in just a minute and we're going to record that for our patrons. If you guys are so inclined to hear it, please check us out for as little as a dollar per episode. You can hear those episodes and much more. Okay. That was a sweet little commercial. Thank you. Uh, also, Max Minardi. Fresh Hop Cinema. Playing this Saturday. <laughs> at the Naked Lounge. At the Naked Lounge, 7.30. Seven dollars yes. at the door. Um, but out of 10, happy death day. <sighs> On my head says like 5.7. That's pretty close to me. Yeah? I was going to go like five flat. Okay. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, five is my middle of the road. Yeah, also, I guess. For movies, but not for beer. No, that's weird. That is weird. Maybe it's just when you say it. I'm like, that feels harsh. Uh, but it's not. <laughs> Maybe I'm just a harsher person than you. Yeah, well, Happy Death Day has been out for about a month, you guys. It's probably not going to be around too long. There's a lot of cool stuff out that maybe just isn't in your theater. Um, what I've been doing lately is making notes of those movies, and I just take them down on a list. I'm like, all right, when this comes out on DVD, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Um, but go see it if you're into this kind of movie. Uh, can't say take your kids necessarily. No. Take your maybe like late adolescence. Take your dad. I did. Sure, take your dad. It was good. Um, in the meantime, I think we're going to get out of your hair. So for Johnny Summers... Uh, wait, I don't think that's, I, whenever you say that and whenever I say it back, it doesn't make any sense. It's great. 
All right. Well, for Johnny Summers, I'm Max Minardi. And for Max Minardi, what I'm is, Johnny Summers. What does that mean? Like I'm saying in your like for you, I am me. But then you say it, and it's like, why am I doing it for you if you're here? Because we live for each other. If anything, we should just confuse people. Like I'm Johnny Summers. I'm Johnny Minardi. I'm Max Manitoba. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. See you later. I gotta go. This is Fresh Hop Cinema.